Hi, and welcome to the Hypnotex podcast. I'm Rob from Hypnotex, and we're going to dive right in here, mainly because I'll let you in on a little secret. This is the second time I've done this one. Turns out that no matter how many times I ask my clients, hey, have you muted your phone? I still forget to do it myself when I'm sitting down to record, so... That's been taken care of, and rather than trying to figure out how to edit it, I'm going to go ahead and start again. So here we go. So one of the big questions that I get on a regular basis is about online hypnotherapy. So we have telemedicine, and we have hypnotherapists who advise uh, that they can do whatever they can in their office remotely, etc. And I want to say flat out going into this that I'm a skeptic. I don't do online hypnotherapy and there are a couple of reasons why um perhaps you agree with them perhaps you don't and and that's completely fine but i'm going to go ahead and tell you what i think of online hypnotherapy and then we'll go from there so first thing i want to throw out is that washington has some weird rules about hypnotherapy it has some additionally weird rules about telemedicine which is what online hypnotherapy counts as and there's actually a blog post about this if you go to blog.hypnotex.com and do a search for is online hypnotherapy legal you'll be able to read this in fact i'll link to that blog post down below and the conclusion that i came to from actually reading the law is that According to Washington, you're walking on some rather interesting grounds to be doing online hypnotherapy. Um, In particular, it's probably legal if you are licensed within the state of Washington. However, Washington states flat out that you have to have a Washington state license to utilize any sort of telemedicine on the citizens of the Washington, uh, the state of Washington. So that means if you're in any other state or country and you have clients who are located in Washington, you are breaking Washington state law. That's pretty well spelled out. And again, I'll post the links to the article that I wrote, and it has the links to the various laws right directly in it. So I'm going to throw out there that that's kind of interesting, um, that technically it could be against the law if you're from outside of Washington State. Inside Washington State, it's a little hazier, uh, but looks like it's probably legal. So it would be okay for me to uh, see, and I put air quotes around that even if you can't see them, but it would be okay for me to see clients who are located in Washington because I'm located in Washington as well, and I'm licensed in Washington. And so the legality of it, we can go ahead and we're just going to agree that it looks like it's probably legal at that point. So, so why don't I do it? Particularly, we've got this global pandemic thing. That's what it is, a global pandemic thing, and it's going on. And And uh, I chose to throttle way down here at Hypnotex rather than actually doing online hypnotherapy. And there's a couple of reasons why. Number one is quality. And I really struggle with this one because there are a great number of my peers who I respect who are doing online hypnotherapy, and I just can't figure out how they do it. I've even taken a number of how-to-do online 
counseling and how to do online hypnotherapy. And I still don't see that the quality's there. Uh, if you've studied me at all or worked with me at all, you know that I'm I'm very dependent on body language, micro expression. I like to be able to see what you're doing. And the quality, having been on a few Zoom calls over the last year, the quality is just not there uh, from what I've seen. And it's not just Zoom. It's all the online mechanisms. Uh, there's disconnects and glitches and freezes and weird little audio robot sounds and the things that go on. And I just can't see wanting that to happen during a hypnotherapy session. I mean, getting disconnected, that would be, I, I, I want to use the word catastrophic. I don't like that at all, but, uh, obviously you'd, you'd fall asleep or you'd wake right up. You'd come out of trance. It wouldn't be a major issue, but obviously that's going to not give you the sort of quality that I pride myself on with my sessions. But even the glitches along the way are distracting. And uh, most of us who run a hypnotherapy office work pretty hard to control the environment. We have the temperature set right. We have a comfortable chair or couch. And we, uh, background music, some people actually uh, put together specific background music for specific clients. And we try to build an environment. And I just feel like you're in your living room, which is a very... A, a, a very positive environment. It's a place that you're comfortable with, a place where you can relax. But uh, there's also the downside that the cat can jump on you or the kids can come running through or the phone can ring or someone can knock on the door. The distractions that you wouldn't have here in my office. So from a quality standpoint, I'm not sold on the efficacy of online hypnotherapy. Um, just not convinced that that's the way that it's going to work, that it's going to work well. Now, again, I know before I get a bunch of flame mail from my peers who actively do this and have been doing a great job, fantastic. Don't have an issue with it. If you can make it work, I'm, I'm, you know, more power to you. I just am unable to see how I can maintain the level of quality that my clients have become accustomed to during the course of our sessions. So, um, next thing is that uh, you may know from looking at my blog or looking at my website or, or having seen me that most of the things that I research, uh, most of the things that I work with are fairly serious. We do trauma, we do uh, body image, we do pain management, uh, we do a lot of things that are kind of on the serious end of the scale. And another thing that you're going to find I'm skeptical of, and I've mentioned this multiple times during the podcast, on the blog, on my website, etc., is that the, uh, the, the so-called woo-woo, the metaphysical side of things. And I, I really... I, I'm inclined to say, in my judgment, and, and again, happy to hear from my peers who are on the metaphysical side of things, but I feel like a getting disconnected during a past lives experience is less significant than in the midst of a pain control session. And that probably comes across as sounding like snobbery, and I'll go ahead and take that. I, I, I don't mean it to. Um, it's just that from my perspective as not being a believer in past lives or in the metaphysical side of things, I have to admit that I, 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 I don't want to dismiss it. I don't want to act as if it's frivolous because Plainly, people do get relief out of it. People do pay for it. Uh, they outnumber those of us that do medical and clinical uh, in clients. So I, I totally get that uh, I'm, I'm 
stirring the hornet's nest there, if you will. But I'm going to throw that out there, that I just don't know that the sort of things that when I'm dealing with trauma in this office, I, I, I can't imagine what it would be like to get disconnected in mid-session. I, I just, it, it is unthinkable to me. Um, having been trained in past lives and understanding the methodologies as well as the sort of guided imagery side of things and a, a few of the other metaphysical tools that uh, some people use, I just feel like that sort of a session is more interruptible. And I, again, I don't mean to diminish anything that you guys do but from my perspective i just feel like it's easier to pull off in an online capacity and um again i feel like i should hold up one of those signs that says uh convince me otherwise or you know the the meme of the guy sitting at the table that says uh convince me otherwise so for me the online sessions just haven't made a lot of sense i i didn't make the transition across i researched it like i say i took some classes i looked at it i researched the legality uh, extensively and for me the quality standpoint is really what it comes down to I, I, I pride myself on giving a very 100 uh, percent uh, contribution to my sessions. Uh, I don't use scripts. Uh, it's funny to, to listen to people who are first starting out in hypnotherapy and some people who really should know better who are reading scripts to their clients. And I don't. I'm watching very closely for body language. I'm watching for hints of an ab reaction, which is any sort of a negative reaction. And, and quite simply, I don't uh, reading from a script, you're not paying attention to your client. And so for me, that face-to-face -face experience is really what makes it. And I'll, I'll be frank with you, it's been tough during this period because of my insistence there. So I get it. I probably could have a lot more clients if I did the online thing. But um, it's been interesting, the clients that actually have come in I've had to learn to read facial expressions while they're wearing masks. And I will be completely honest that uh, that takes away from it. So it's possible that if I can learn to read facial expressions with people who have masks on, if I can watch their body language while they're under a blanket, perhaps I could come up with a way that I could pull that off while somebody was online. But it just has not yet clicked with me. So this is one of those spots where I remain to be convinced. I don't think that I've made up my mind other than in my mind, the default is to not do the online hypnotherapy. Um, but I am curious and I have been researching and I would love to be convinced that I could do the high quality work online and that that would be safe and, and, and productive for my clients. I, I would love to be convinced of that because obviously that would mean I could throw open the doors. I could widen my scope of practice to include people who are too far to drive into my little office here. And, um, but I just have not yet figured it out. So of my peers who listen to this, and I know there's a few of you because, well, you reach out and criticize almost everything I say sooner or later. I would love to hear from you. How do you make it work? 
because I, how do you make it work? How do you, uh, I understand the tools, I understand the mechanisms, but how do you maintain that level of quality? Because I've been unable to get that question answered. So in any case, online hypnotherapy summary, too long, didn't read, not legal in Washington. If you are outside of Washington and your client is in Washington, I'll post the link to that blog post and I'll post the, the, uh, associated laws and articles, but um, probably legal for Washington State hypnotherapists to do online hypnotherapy with Washington State residents. Just not my cup of tea, if you will, and I'm not sure how to keep the quality up. So would love to hear your opinion on this. Post it below. Reach out via email. Use the contact form on hypnotext.com. Uh, I like hearing from you in all of these forms. And uh, indeed, in fact, if you've got a topic you'd like to talk about or like me to talk about on this podcast or you've just got something you want to say feel free to reach out i do respond when i get feedback i try to respond to everything as quickly as i possibly can so hey thank you once again for listening i'm rob from hypnotex and this is the hypnotex podcast <laughs>